0: Welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Suzanne Harris, and on our podcast, we talk to the authors about themselves, we talk about their latest books, and we talk about their ideas. We also talk about the backstory behind each one of these wonderful books. Joining me today is Dolores J. Porter. She's here to talk about her book, God Out of the Shadows, Book two in the three-part series of three books. Dolores, it is such a pleasure to have you today on Books on Air. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Susan, for
1: asking me. It's a pleasure. Thank you.
0: Now, I told our listeners that this is a three-part series, and your backstory behind starting to write these books that was originally one book and you have created three out of this out of this whole idea let's talk about that how did that happen why did you decide that you were going
1: to write the book when you did well it all started with my brother-in-law and his life uh back in the uh 90s the early 90s and um he had lost, uh, he, he's my brother not my husband's brother, and they were in a ministry. Their father was a minister, evangelist, pastor, and they were Christians, of course. But then later, when he started losing everything, he lost his wife, he lost his, um, his home, he lost his car, his truck, and his wife, uh, had a nervous breakdown, a chemical imbalance, and lost it, and he he was just in total despair, and he says, okay, God, I've got to know who you are, who did this, did I cause it, did, did you allow it for your purpose, could you have stopped it, I want to know why this all happened to me, God, and that seems to be the main question that all human beings have, even today, and so he started studying, and he studied for hours a day, weeks, months, and years, and he became a teacher, he taught over uh, 300 lessons, new lessons each, having over 100 scriptures in them. And his his results were, from Genesis to Revelation, pointed to Jesus Christ. And God is love, and in him is no darkness at all. And God is not guilty. So the more that he taught, and I heard him, it, I said, Keith, you've got to write books. You've got to write this down. The world needs to know this. And he said, I can't write. I can only teach. And I, I said, oh, and I knew in my heart, I knew, okay, okay, God, I'm probably going to be the one going to write, <laughs> because it was burning like fire within me, and I was teaching it to everybody around me. I'm a hairstylist, that's right, and I love the moments with my clients. We get to talk about a lot of things. They encourage me, I encourage them. We've had some some quite miracles there in the salon chair through the years, and um But I won't get into that right now. That's coming in the third book. But um, anyway, then 9-11 happened. And I was driving home from work one day and um, listening to Ground Zero Memorial Service about a week after 9-11. And uh, when the minister, talking to the family and friends who were lost in that horrible, horrific event... Um, he says, just accept everything that happens here is God's will and purpose. I screamed out in the car, no, 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 don't tell them that. And I was bawling so hard, I pulled off the road because I couldn't see how to drive in a parking lot. I can show you the place today. And I cried for a little bit. And then I heard this voice within me in my spirit from God. But yet it was as loud or louder than an audible voice. And God said, now will you write the book if it saved one person from taking their life because they thought I did something bad in their life that I didn't do? Would you, take, would you write it for them? I said, yes, Lord, I'd write it for that one. Oh, my goodness. I started writing that next week. But then later, to finish that story... There was a client that came in one day, and she says, I need you to pray for my family member. Um, He has Hodgkin's disease, and said he's so mad at God that it took his wife 30 minutes to talk him out of taking his life. And I said, oh, sure, I will pray for him, but give him this little blue book. And she took the book and gave it to him. she'd come back in a couple of weeks. And she said, oh, my goodness, Dolores, said he's read the little blue book through twice, your book through twice. And now he has it on his table beside his bed, along with his Bible. And his only request when he leaves this world is that they put his Bible and your little blue book in the casket with him.
0: Oh, my Dolores.
1: So I really think that. He could have been one of those people, for sure. Wow. And that is my goal, is to help people to understand who the real God is, who his character is. You know, why does God get the blame for every event, especially all the bad stuff? It's always, why me God? Why God? Whether it's tornadoes or whatever it is. You're right. you're right. That is not what Jesus taught about God. And so what do we do? You know, how can they? I feel like that. Um, well, I started studying where the doctrines came from, and I studied Jesus, what he taught. And, you know, Jesus' message was changed. The first took the first church got it. They received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And he said he would. Holy Spirit will come and he will teach you all things and you will understand what I'm trying to teach you, you will understand. And the first church got it. And the Bible says they took the gospel, the truth that Jesus told them. They took to every tongue and nation heard it. And signs and wonders followed them. But then what happened? Seventy-five percent of them got martyred. And the 25 percent went under. Then there was a heyday with the enemy, with God's message. And so he, the enemy gets in and influences people then who were high intellectuals, yes. But the Bible says we can't understand the Bible with our human intellect. It's foolishness. We have to have the Holy Spirit to teach us. And so then they got into it, and they messed it up quite a bit. And they confused the law of sin and death with God. And said, okay, all this judgment and all this wrath and anger is from God. And and God is in total control of every event that happens. He knows what's going to happen. He knows all the future. Um, They just messed it up pretty good. And that's not what Jesus taught. We have to go back to the red letters. That's not what Jesus taught.
0: Now, is that in book one? Is that in your first book? Yes.
1: It's in all three of them. It's in all three. Okay. That's the train. Yeah, that's the train of thought, that is the teaching that we haven't really heard much on. Mm-hmm. That's what God gave to Keith, is the study of the law of sin and death. And in the Old Testament, God wasn't joined to the author's hearts and spirits yet, see, until the day of Pentecost. And so God had to deal with them and teach them the best he could. But they called the law of sin and death, and God, one and the same. And and, and God is, has nothing to do with that. He has never enforced that law on anyone, which is sowing and reaping. His idea, his only idea, and his first covenant was sowing and reaping love to the angels. And that happened eternity backwards until, of course, Lucifer got jealous of God and wanted the angels to worship him, right? Right. But uh, that started the law of sin and death. Lucifer started it. Adam and Eve put us under that. And then Jesus came and delivered us totally. But the Mosaic law was to protect the people from having to reap their sin while they were on the earth until Jesus could come and be that spirit of life in Christ Jesus, that law of spirit of life that would save us from having to reap our sin on earth and eternity, you see. But that wrong doctrine that got in Christianity, the foundation of it in the dark ages of Christianity, that stayed. That stayed and it has weak in the church. It's in the, it's in the universities. It's in the seminaries. They come out of the seminaries questioning Jesus Christ virgin birth. I mean we've got to go back to the authentic Christianity and that is what Jesus taught. Did you know that Jesus kept saying over and over, I say nothing and I do nothing except the Father, God deity tell me. So when you look at the red letters and you read them in their Bible, it's the same thing as God, the Father, deity te- speaking to you and me. And that is so awesome because Jesus didn't say everything happens for God's purpose. No, he did not teach the darkness in your life. Embrace it. Embrace your sickness. It's God teaching you a lesson. It's God teaching you faith. That's all fables. And that's what you hear on Christian radio. Far too often. Far too often. And they blamed, it was God's own children blaming God for 9-11. Oh, that's God's judgment on America. And then I would hear on the radio a few months later, wonder what else God's got for America. How sad. Yes. It is stirring. It is stirring. And so my hope and my goal for this, these books is to give that Word of God, and, and it's all in sixth grade English level. There's no big words in it. If there are, there's a dictionary meaning. <laughs> there's study books. And the Strong's Concordance, which carries the Hebrew and the Greek original meanings of these words, that is in there, too, and every verse is printed out in full so that people won't have to lay the book down and go get a Bible. Some may not have a Bible. So these pages that seem like a big book, (laughs) the reason that the books are large, maybe the one that got out of the shadows is the largest one, is because it's got so much scripture in it. And there's a scripture index in the back of all these books, and it's from Genesis to Revelation. You can find the scriptures again if you want to look those scriptures back up. And they're just a study book. They're a study book about God,
0: His character. Did your brother-in-law, does he work with you to put the, the books together, or is this your interpretation of his teachings? How does the writing work for you?
1: That's very interesting. You know, at first, I had a stenographer to take all of his cassette tapes off and put them out in print. Did you know I never read all those all of that? I never read it. It was a stack about 10 inches tall. Wow. I never read it. I never read it. And no, he has not he has not said a word in what I should write. God laid it on my heart and I remembered certain scriptures and I would look in the Strong's concordance. I learned to use the Strong's concordance which is was a no which was a whole new level and a new way of studying the Bible which I love you can study by by subject and by uh, you, you can find your subjects right there in the strong i would I would think of a word in that in that verse, and I would go to my strong so when I started writing this right after nine eleven I actually felt like I was on the top of the North Pole speaking to the whole world, and I wrote it on um notebook paper i couldn't even type <laughs> i took third year of home act because i love to make curtains and drape some clothes and stuff <laughs> <laughs> and I opted out of typing yes I can type pretty fast now <laughs> but I wrote this I started writing this right after 9-11 with no book paper a Kleenex in my left hand and a pencil in my right crying most of the time I wrote the first the first sketch of this whole thing and um, and, and it was on my heart people have got to know who God is he's not causing their darkness that causes people to run from him. When the church thinks that God's in total control of everything, well, guess what? It's still their miracles. I've had people tell me, well, I said, well, God can heal you. It's his will to heal you. And and they would say, oh, no, I've I got to suffer this for some reason. And she'd come back to me many months later, sicker than ever. She said, now I'm mad at God. He never did tell me why he wanted me to suffer this sickness. And I said, oh, honey. And at that time, I had three pages printed out, three chapters printed out of my first book. And I said, here, I have this with me. Would you like to read it? And she said, sure. And so I had weaved her hair, and she was sitting over to the side in the corner of the salon. And so I I did another lady's hair, and I come back to her. And by the time I come back to her in the corner, she had her eyes shut. And her hands folded on the paper. And the Lord spoke to my heart and said, she's praying. And so I laid my hands on her shoulder. And I said, you're praying, aren't you? And she said, yes. And I said, well, I'm going to pray with you, just a short prayer. And our faith can meet God right now. And she said, okay. I said, do you believe me that all good gifts come from the Father? And she said, yes. Do you believe he said he wouldn't withhold any good things children? She said, Yes. I said, Okay, that's all you take that's all you need. You believe with me. I just started praying for her and I felt the electricity between us. And I said, Oh, do you feel that? And she said, Yes. And I said, Well, our faith just touched and I think our faith just touched God. And so I styled her hair. We went on and she started to leave. And she had told me previously that she could not get herself out of bed. She had um, fibromyalgia really, really bad. And she had some lupus. And she said her mom had to come and get her out of bed, but she had to work three days a week to keep her insurance. She could no longer bathe herself or walk her dog. But then when she left that day, I said, in the morning, it's going to be a brand new morning. It's going to be a brand new day. And she said, I believe that. She left. And she comes back later, and she said, I should have called you. She said, I didn't tell you all the story. I was on Oxycontin really bad. I was saving pills. <laughs> I knew they were going to take them from me. And she said, I totally dropped it. And I went back to the doctor and said, he said, no, you can't. No one can take their self off Oxycontin. She said, I didn't. And she said, I pointed up to God. He did. And um, And she said, he took me off a lot of my medicine. And she said, yes, the next morning. Was a brand new morning. I bathed myself. I took my dog for a walk for the first time in probably more than a year.
0: What a wonderful story!
1: One of those miracles. But um, people have to know the truth about God, and that's the series name: "The Truth About God." And um, they have to know God didn't is not causing the darkness in their life. God is light, and him is no darkness at all. And you know, if they question just a hairstylist writing the theology, then I would like to say, Well, you know what? <laughs> Peter was just a fisherman. So Exactly. I remain a hairstylist and I love my business. I love what I do. I love the people. This is a gift from God, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. He called me to do this. And it's it's not about me. And it's not that I know it all. I'm very humbled. But you know what? I couldn't have done it in myself, by myself. And uh, he he gave me a phrase a long time ago. When you're in lack, I'll take up the slack. So I say, okay, God, I'm in lack. I know you're going to take up the slack. (laughs) That's just like me talking on this radio, (laughs) internet radio. right? (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs)
0: A question, Dolores. Mm-hmm. Often when someone is writing a book as powerful as your book is, well, while they write, uh, things will come to them about themselves that either surprise them or something unexpected happens or they learn something about themselves because of the writing of the book. Has that happened for you?
1: Yes, <laughs> it's always a thought there, too, of how much I don't know yet and how much I want to know. And I know that we keep learning uh, the rest of our life. We will never learn it all. If anyone pretends that they know it all or or even all of the Bible, um, they're backing up. They don't know. Anything if they think they know it all. You see what I'm saying? Certainly. So, and during my writing, I keep learning, and I keep learning, and I, and the word things come out, and the word that maybe I haven't seen before. It will always, you know, be a new revelation of the word. And oh, that's why that. That's why that. Oh, okay. That is what the Bible means when he says you learn line upon line and precept upon precept here a little and there a little. But we have to have our foundation true. If a foundation of a home or a house or a building is wrong, then it will never line up imperfect. Jesus is the plumb line. He is the cornerstone. So everything has to be around Jesus, what he said, did, and taught. Because he said nothing and taught nothing except the Father, God, deity, told him. And so we have to everything. If it doesn't line up, well, what we get our revelation, if it does not line up with what Jesus said, did, and taught, then we got it wrong. And it will not only affect us, it will affect the people we affect and that we influence. And so I think that for too, many, for too long a period of time, maybe there hadn't been enough new revelations in our Bible institutes and our seminaries. Uh, um, are they in a box? Uh, teaching from commentaries of men? Are they in a box? Are they teaching what other people taught? Are they learning from books? And again, I say I wrote books. And I tell people on the, either the back of the book or the inside of the book, you can't take my word for it. We can't take any person's word for it. I said, you have to read it and then ask the Holy Spirit while you're reading it. Holy Spirit, is this truth? Is this what I need to know about God, you, Jesus, the Son of God and the Holy Spirit? Is this what I need? Is this truth? And then, then, and I tell them, I said, but when you get it, when the Holy Spirit teaches you, it will be like light bulbs going on in your head and in your heart. Each, and then nobody can take it from you. Each person nobody. has to
0: have their own divine revelation.
1: Yes. It has to be given them by the Holy Spirit, because Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will be your teacher. You need not another man teach you, but the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. So we have to have a, an enlightenment by the Spirit of God. So people that don't are not saved, the Holy Spirit's never joined to their heart. They can't read the Bible and expect to make sense out of it. It's not in chronological order. Neither is the book of Revelation. Revelation, the book of Revelation, is not in chronological order. And since our idea of God and our doctrine of God has been messed with and um, infiltrated with fables back in the dark ages of Christianity between 350 and 400 A.D., then there's no way they can get the book of Revelations and Daniel correct, because they've got an angry God of wrath. they got God-killing people. And you know what? I think my fourth book's gonna be on the end time. <laughs> the truth of God in Revelations and Daniel. Whatever. Did you just but, decide that? <laughs> no, that's kinda of been in the back of my mind and um in fact Keith did not want to do revelations after God had given him from Genesis to nearly to Revelation. And then the Holy Spirit said, Okay. How about revelation? How about the end time? And he said, Oh Lord, I don't wanna I don't wanna write on that. I mean he didn't write but I mean teach on that. and teach on that. Um that's so everybody has different ideas about that. And God said, Yeah, but if you're gonna defend me, you have to go all the way. You gotta defend me in the end time too. And and so, um, yeah, that's been in the back of my mind. I just hadn't mentioned it on on uh internet or radio or talk shows yet. <laughs>
0: Makes sense to me. You know. It does,
1: don't it? Yeah, it makes sense.
0: It does. It makes sense to me. And I know that we. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. I know our listeners are sitting there thinking, where can I get this book? So let's (laughs) tell them so that they know. Now, we're going to really talk about book two, but you have a website and we'll tell them about that in a few minutes and they can find out more information about you and about your other books there. The title of this book is God Out of the Shadows The mm-hmm. Truth About God. Now, if you go to Amazon and you put God Out of the Shadows The Truth About God by Dolores, D E L O R E S, J, period, Porter, P O R, T-E-R. Now put it in the, there's a search box right there at the very top of the Amazon website. There's also a little drop-down menu that you use to tell the search where you want it to go. Choose books. When you type in this title and you choose books, it will take you right to Dolores' book. And there's also an excerpt there, right there on that same page, where you can Read some of it for yourself, which is really, really nice. Up in the upper right hand corner of the representation of the book cover, it says open here. Just put your cursor on there and touch it and the book will open. Now, Dolores, you and I both know that there are people who would rather not buy their books from Amazon because it's the biggest bookseller in the world.
1: Where else can they find the books? Barnes and Noble have them um, uh, online, and I'm sure any of the stores would order it for you. I don't know if they have them on the shelf, but uh, and ex-libris, and that is X-L-I-B-R-I-S bookstore. You can go to their bookstore and find my books there, e- too. Excellent. My publishing publishing.
0: And they could probably put your name in and Google, and the books would come up that way as well, don't you think?
1: Yes, and I have a, a, a YouTube account, and it's Dolores J. Porter. And the different uh, interviews I've done and, and different things are on there, too. Now, you also have a website. website.
0: You've got a yes. lovely website. I looked at it, and it's really very well done. Let's tell our listeners the, the website address, and then let's tell them, if they go there, what they'll find.
1: Okay, uh, www.godout com is the name of the website, and, and later it will include all of my books. You've got a blog
0: on there, I believe, that you're about to start, too, right?
1: Yes, I'll start that a little bit later when I get the book three finished.
0: <laughs> Excellent. And,
1: um, you're also yes. on
0: Twitter and Instagram. Let's tell them how to find you on Twitter.
1: Uh, Dolores J. Porter is uh, Twitter, and then um, the Facebook author page is Dolores J. Porter of
0: Books. Excellent. Now, everybody, this is such an interesting book, and I think that what you're doing is so appropriate for the times. I mean, everything is in such a turmoil right now, and you're absolutely correct in your observations about what's happening. I know that our listeners will become readers. And I know that they'll pick up a copy of the book. Now, this is not a book that they'll sit down and just read cover to cover like a a romance novel or a mystery novel. This is a book that they'll sit down and that they'll begin to read and they'll pause and they may close the book for a day or two and think about what's there and then they'll go back and they'll read Mm -hmm. some more, and they'll do the same thing. So this Mm -hmm. is a book that will take a little bit of time to get through. All three of the books will take some time to get through, but they will eventually come to the very last page. They'll read that last page, and they'll close that back cover. Now, Dolores, when they are the, the reader that's read your book, and they've closed that back cover, what is the bottom line message that you really want the reader to take away from this book, God Out of the Shadows, the truth about God?
1: Well, the main thing is I want them to have a hope in a real, true God of love. I want them to feel that hope and feel that love. And I want them to be able to step into God's divine partnership and relationship with him and receive their miracle, and help others around them receive theirs. It's kind of like this. It's always taken signs and wonders and healing miracles for people to believe in God. From Moses to Elijah, Jesus, and the first church, it took miracles. Well, now we can look around us, and we can say and feel and know, America needs God's miracles now more than ever, ever before more than ever before, and it's past time, you know, that the people know the truth about God, and it's past time that God is out of the shadows, so they can claim their unclaimed miracles. That's what I want them to take.
0: Well, you are so inspirational, and I know everyone can hear the passion in your voice and in your message. It's just been a pleasure to have you as as my guest today. Thank you so much for joining me on Books on Air. Thank you. Now remember, you can find Dolores' books, God Out of the Shadows, book two, The Truth About God, on Amazon and Barnes & Noble and the Ex Libris website. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Suzanne Harris, and I so hope that you'll join me next time for our next Books on Air podcast, because remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so very much for listening.